guys. Thanks, guys. You're all very encouraging. As Brett said, I have had the privilege and absolute joy of being part of the PM congregation for about a year now. Well, almost a year. Ten months? Same, same. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, it's been such a blessing to be able to be loved by you guys and just so embraced by you guys. And I'm so grateful I get to encourage you about some stuff I've lived through. And on the way here, Josh was like, what is your one-liner, sons? I was like, Josh, I'm not a preacher. I don't have one-liners. What is that? And then he was like, if there was one thing you wanted me to take away from tonight, what would it be? I was like, okay, this is too legit. And then I was like, I think it would be to stay in the ring. So I think if there's anything you can take away from, from what I share, I would just say it would be to stay in the ring and to fight for the things worth fighting for. Um, so I'm going to chat a bit about that and having to put in a bit of a fight sometimes. And I really hope this strengthens you and encourages you if you're feeling a bit weary or the season that's seemingly festive for others brings up a lot of tensions for you and having to navigate difficult things. I just hope you feel seen and encouraged and strengthened and like ready to fight, but God's way. Um, so having to fight is a bit of an underlying and recurring theme in my life. And I'm not going to go into too, too much detail because I really didn't think I would take seven minutes, but I think I might take seven minutes. Um, so I've, I had quite a hectic upbringing and we survived a bit of like domestic violence and alcohol abuse and just chaos. And a lot of the time you kind of just have to, you know, just fuss bait and survive and I think that's one of the things God used to give me some thick skin and develop character in me. And even though he didn't intend to hurt me or my family, he definitely was faithful and stayed true to his word where he said he'll use all things for our good and his glory. And yeah, so I think I've kind of had to fight even before I knew I had to fight. And I'm very grateful for the work God's done in my life. And I think as some of you might know, recently I had a bit of a, I mean last year, it's not recent, a bit of a health issue. And even that was a fight where I had to stay in the ring and believe God for healing and believe that he would come through for me, test after test, doctor after doctor, uncertainty after uncertainty, and he came through. And I think that's the situation that made me grasp the most, that fighting in my strength simply isn't going to cut it. And I'm so grateful that God gives us guidelines in Scripture on how to fight and how it looks completely different to the way that the world makes it seem like you need to fight. So I'm going to read Psalm 23, particularly in the Passion Translation, that really encouraged me, if I can find it. I skipped like to a bunch of notes, by the way. Let's see. Okay, Psalm 23. He opens before me the right path, and he leads me along his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. And this came to me, it's so beautiful in the Passion Translation. I'm like, I wish someone told me that a little bit sooner. And it came to me this week when I had to encourage a friend who's really having to fight hard to stay in the ring. She's fighting for her marriage. Her and her husband are having to make decisions that are going to have a generational impact. Whether they lean into God's will for their lives 
is going to affect their children and their children. So needless to say, that's definitely something worth fighting for and staying in the ring for. And when I was talking to her as she navigates how to fight for your marriage the Christian way, I told her, fear is going to be there, but you can choose how to respond to fear. Evil, God doesn't shy away from the fact that there's evil and powers and principalities. He just promises us that we don't need to cave under the pressures. He promises us that the enemy can taunt us, bark, roar, but God has the final say. And he says, even when we walk in the darkest valley, evil powers cannot overtake me. You, God, have the authority over me. So we get to choose that response. And I was just so encouraged to think of the fact that God never for once tried to make it seem like we'd never have to face these battles, but he gave us the tools to face these battles. And I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 10, (laughs) 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 to 6, and it says, for though we live in the world, um, we don't wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought and we make it obedient to Jesus. And it was just so encouraging and such a beautiful reminder, no matter how odd it might look, the way you rest in God's presence and believe that he will come through for you the same way he always has, that the way we fight is not supposed to look like the world. So if you're looking to feel validated in how you stand firm in your faith, you're probably not going to get that from the world. And maybe protect your mind from wanting to look like the world and wanting to feel like the strategy is approved of because it's not, it's not going to look the way it's naturally supposed to look. So I just want to encourage you to fight for your thought life, fight for your joy, fight for your faith, fight for your friend's faith, but do it this way. Rest in God, not our opinions, not our wisdom, not our knowledge, and choose discipline in that. And in closing... <laughs> Praise the Lord. (laughs) I just want to make seven minutes. And also, just once again, I'm an exhorter by nature. So I'm always going to encourage people to look heavenward every opportunity I get. And to remind everyone I possibly can of the might and power of God. And how no matter how hard we think we can fight, no matter how much we can rest in his presence, he will go stand on enemy lines for us. He will wage war on our behalf and he'll fight more for us than we ever could for ourselves. And in closing, I just want to, with that in mind, remind you that Jesus is worthy of our full self. Even in seasons where it's difficult to spot spot his goodness, but we need to make a decision to discipline our minds. We need to make a decision to discipline our walk. Make a decision to discipline your time. Make a decision to discipline who yourself when it comes to who you listen to, who you hang hang out with, and as you fight to steward whatever God's put in your hand and entrusted to you. Remember what he has done. Bring people into what you're navigating. Let them be an expression of God's love for you. Let them remind you of the sweetness and significance of being part of his church, part of his people. Let him love you. Lean in and fight well. Thank you. Amen. (laughs) 